When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. I do think it's interesting that, uh, you know, we've got two new general managers in the state of Mississippi in that uh, Jeff Levy went to Ohio State and hired uh, Mark Boatler? Botler? I'll go with Boatler uh, from Ohio State. These, these are really important roles. Lane Kiffin lost his general manager, Austin Thomas. To LSU and he went and hired uh, Billy Glasscock. What a name. Sounds like a guy on the Hooters tour in 1993. <laughs> okay. You know? I see what you mean. I was thinking more along the lines of like a kind of like a, a shady mattress salesman. You know, like has has a couple chains but you're not sure if it's because he's great at selling mattresses or money laundering or, or what it is. That's fair enough. Yeah, maybe a guy who owns like eight or nine Motel 6s. Nah, yeah, or a car washes. Car wash guy. I got a friend who's crushed it in the car wash business. Uh, those guys fly, fry, fly private. Jeez. Yeah. What, once It's a quick deal, and once they hit, they, uh, they don't know what Delta or Southwest or American Airlines is. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Hit favorites.com, favorites.com to get a quote in just a few minutes, four minutes or less. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Billy Glasscock. Yeah, that that sounds, I'm, I'm telling you, it sounds like a guy from... West Texas. That's on the uh, that's on the Hooters tour, or maybe a a NASCAR driver. When you remember when it was the Bush, what Bush was on Saturday, the Bush beer um, race. It was like the junior race going into the Sunday race. Is that fair? Okay, yeah. I see you know, I'm you not mean. a NASCAR guy, but I've been to Talladega. And, you know, we were down in the pits, had all access. via. It was great, crazy, crazy deal. Uh, but I checked that box. actually broadcast from Talladega, um, which I guess makes me a, a a NASCAR expert. A racing super nerd? Yeah. That? <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, but 
Billy Glasscock is the guy who's pretty good on on the Bush Racing Series. Okay, I could see that. That that makes sense. Also, also Michael- though, I could see him in somewhere in a fly, like Mississippi, um, somewhere in a flyover state, and he owns a pretty big heating and AC company. Okay, that see that is more like and it has his name on the side of vans and stuff. Yeah, I could. Well, see it, that. I mean, it's just Glasscock heating and AC. Heating and AC. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michael S. on the text line says, Billy Glasscock definitely starred in Austin Power movies. Yeah, no so doubt. I could see that. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, or maybe he's a adult film star. Yeah, that's that's another one that just came up on the, on the did text that, line. Did that hit the Ag Up Equipment that, text line? Yeah, that literally just came up. Oh, okay. On the, I on didn't the text see line. it. Let me, let me give out the number. The, uh, the text line is 601 601- Eight eight five three seven seven six. Did that come from a male or a female? Uh, it came from Trez. Okay, on the on the text line. Because some of our our females are kind of feisty on here too, which is great. We we like feisty, uh, edgy, edgy is what I was looking for. Okay, not feisty. Yeah, yeah. that was not the word that that I was that I was <laughs> thinking about. Um, how do you feel about your Ole Miss Rebels going to South Carolina and to Kentucky this week? Um, I thought that this. If Ole Miss had beat Auburn over the weekend, because, you know, I did what a fan did. I saw Ole Miss up nine, and I said, well, I know this team. I know us. If we have a chance to win it, we won't. So I figured that was going to be a loss, but I really thought that we needed that in order to give us a good claim to be a, you know, to be a team of 64. Uh, I don't feel good about the South Carolina game. Okay. Kentucky, not good either. (laughs) So you go to Columbia. And then you go to Lexington this weekend. So back-to-back yeah. trips. What was the, not in basketball, but what was the SEC East? Isn't that crazy? We don't have the, that. that's going to be a little different for all of us. We don't have the SEC West, and we don't have the SEC East. That is going to, well, I mean, it's going to feel weird because, like the, whenever people would say, oh, the SEC isn't that strong, we beat, South Carolina, we beat Tennessee, whether it's football or anything like that. And then you used to be able to say, yeah, but that's the SEC East. You know, like the East is weaker. It's different if you beat an SEC West team. Now we've got to bring them in and support them, you know, against any other, uh, I guess, who you are. Do you? Compared to who you are. But I I always cheer for SEC over Big Ten, ACC, Uh, something like that. I got you. You know, but you used to have the protection of like, yeah, well, that's the East team. The East is weaker. Now it's just an SEC team. Now it's just an SEC team, and we add Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. Which, not great for us. <laughs> but, hey, it's going to be more exciting. I think. I think so. I do. I do. We get the Texas-Texas A&M game. Yeah. Back. And, and then you also get the huge matchup, say, like, Texas and Florida coming. So, you know, just big programs going against each other instead of Texas versus Iowa State. <laughs> well, no, that's or, a good point. Texas versus Kansas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oklahoma and Kansas, even though Kansas beat them. <laughs> you know, teams like that, everybody wants to see Texas and Bama, obviously. Well, or, and we want to see if Texas and Oklahoma can win in this league. You know, they've never faced 
the schedule and the big-time recruiters and the athletes that they'll face starting this year. Now, you know, Sark had a great year in the last year of the Big 12, um, but that's not enough for me to be sold on Steve Sarkeesian by any stretch. I'm definitely not sold on Brent Venables. Um, and we'll we'll see if, if Venables can, you know, really get Oklahoma back. They took advantage. I mean, give Oklahoma credit. From from Stoops to Lincoln Riley, they they took advantage of a weak Big Twelve. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, they don't they don't face any top ten or twenty recruiters other than Texas. And same as Texas. Now, I want you to think about that. Because Mississippi State and Ole Miss play two top five recruiters every year. Bama and LSU. Mm -hmm. A&M hovered around there. And if you pulled Georgia, what happened? They were a top five recruiter. Easily. (laughs) Right? And so, like Ole Miss. You know, Leach pulled Georgia twice. And Ole Miss has pulled Georgia once since Kiffin got there. But last year, Kiffin played Bama, LSU, and Georgia. Yeah, and I mean, only lost two out of the three. <laughs> so, it's a it's a start, you know, playing those three. That's like the gauntlet. Well, you don't, you, you pull a great schedule this year. Yes. No Bama. And you, you know, let's see, you're two... Elite recruiters are LSU and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who would be your third most difficult opponent? Surely not Oklahoma. I, I think... If that's the third most difficult, it's even more of a cakewalk than I thought. I don't know. I think that Ole Miss's games are cut into two different sections. Like the very... Well, and I don't count the Egg Bowl because you never know what's going to happen in the Egg Bowl. So I just go ahead and set that aside. I have LSU on the road and Georgia at home. Pivotal season games. I mean, pivotal. I like that you said pivotal. If you go, if you go one and one out of those games, you still have a good shot at the college football playoffs as long as you win these other two, and that's Oklahoma at home and Florida on the road. Uh, Billy Napier probably won't even be the coach by the time you play them. You, I just, so I don't. I don't think Florida is is a a difficult pull whatsoever. Um, maybe early in the year before things get out from under him. I, I cannot believe that they are scheduling the way they have. But Billy Napier pulls, what, arguably the, the toughest schedule in the country yeah. this year? I mean, just to cut, you know, we don't have the Pac-12 anymore. And it's not the Power Four, is it? What are they going to call it? Two Super Leagues and then the middle class? Because the Super Leagues are the SEC and the Big Ten, then there's a massive gap, and there's the ACC and Big 12. And then there's G5, who has no business being in the college football playoff. They should have their own playoff. Makes absolutely no sense to me. But um, but that's where we are. Yeah, so I think Florida has the toughest schedule in the country. Don't forget that K.J. Jefferson... It is now with with Malzahn at Central Florida. So, um, that dude can play. Can you imagine? He could run over people in the SEC 
What do you think he's going to do to people in the Big 12? I was just thinking, do you remember the last time he had a quarterback like that? Giant physical could run. Cam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's he, the, he was OC then. Right. right. Chiswick was head coach. Right. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, I, and I'm not, look, I'm not comparing KJ Jefferson to Cam Newton at Auburn. No, I'm you're just, just <laughs> you're, but you're, you're saying that KJ is a big man. Physical running quarterback can still throw it on you, but if if you're a linebacker not hunkered down, he will run you over. Like that's what Nick Saban said after the Arkansas game, and he was like, "That was the most talented thing I've ever seen." KJ just shoving off defensive linemen, <laughs> like like they're not grown men. The one game he decided to play last year, he actually threw Alabama around. Yeah. And that was uh, that was when people. I know were like, Bama wasn't Bama, but still, still, it's still Nick Saban, right? I mean, <laughs> you scoring, I think it was what twenty four twenty one. That's how the game ended. It was close. It like it was a close game. A little misleading, but it was close. Well, right, yeah, but Arkansas didn't go away. No, and you give KJ a weaker league, a better coach, he can cause some problems. Yeah, he has a better coach. It is a much, much, much weaker league. Is Central Florida going to end up being the powerhouse of the Big 12? What if that happens? I hope not. Why? Because you don't like Central Florida, the Golden Knights? Well, you couldn't get them to shut up whenever they beat uh, Auburn and claim the national championship in, what, 2017? or, or 20- Now, that was Danny White. <laughs> He's now the athletic director at Tennessee. Okay, but that just, I mean. Michael White's brother. Right. Former right. Ole Miss point guard, current head coach for Georgia, right? There, yeah. Georgia Bulldogs. He'll be in Startville on Wednesday. So, speaking of, we've got some audio that we need to drop from Chris Beard and Bruce Pearl. All right. So, our audio this morning is driven by your next Ford F-150 at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Uh, pre-owned or new, are you in the market for a Ford F-150 pickup truck? Business, social, both, hunting camp. Uh, that is at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. You can't miss it. And say hey to them and tell them that we sent you there to Mack Hike Ford. This is, uh, let's, we'll get back into the college football talk. And Jason wants to talk hot dogs. And um, I don't, I think we did enough soup. Okay. It's kind of boring. I like the soup. I'm a big soup guy, though. Oh, I know you are. I, I get it. I get it. All right, Chris Beard, let's go back to college hoops. Um, did you make the game Saturday? I did not. I had a wedding Saturday night. Oh, okay. That I had to go to. All right. Oh, yeah. You're in your 20s, so you'll go to 400 weddings. Exactly. All right, Chris Beard talks about home crowd and uh, second half fall off. Clear message, um, even when the scoreboard doesn't go our way. Really uh, thankful and appreciative of the crowd. You know, one of the best crowds in college basketball tonight. We've worked really hard to build this in our first season. And, um, you know, we had a nice home winning streak November and December and January. Our fans were great to us. And um, now the question, you know what, let's respond. Let's, um, can't wait to get back here and play again, put a better effort out there for the fans. But thank you for coming to the game. I thought the tougher, uh, better conditioned team uh, won the game in the second half. We played really well in the first half uh, in a lot of ways to be up nine. Um, we, we gave up a three at the end of the first half, which was a misassignment. So really, we could have been up 12 at half. Uh, then the second half, just different side of the coin. Um, they were the tougher team. 
Um, definitely a better conditioned team in the second half. So we take responsibility for that. You know, no excuse program. Okay. So that's Ole Miss head basketball coach Chris Beard. He, he, based, he said the team, Auburn, was tougher and in better condition. Do you think Monday's practice, today's practice could be kind of tough? He can't, I, you, you can't go back to back. I mean, you could. That'd be dumb, and I don't think Chris Beard is. But you can probably drop a very... At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Endurance-driven, conditioning-driven practice today. I would think yesterday was a light day for both mm-hmm. uh, Beard and Jan. I don't know. I mean, Jan's as mad as all get out after that. Uh, I mean, I didn't think they would win, but and Bartu texted me during the day. He said my model shows that uh, not only will they cover the eight and a half or nine, but they'll probably do it fairly easy. I went great. <laughs> I got that text while my daughter and I were at lunch. And anyway, Chris Beard, hey, he didn't sugarcoat it. No. Best conditioned and tougher team. One thing they started doing is going down low. Yeah. Which then opened up some other things. Well, that's one thing. You you talk about what practice could have been like yesterday. I could very well... If they didn't have a day off. Yeah, if they didn't have a day off, I could very well see a two to three hour film watching session. Uh, Just, you know, after you... Because I feel like once you blow a halftime lead... That's got to be one of the main things is mindset going into the second half. Because like you said, Auburn didn't go away. They were not going away. There was something about Ole Miss in the second half and then Mississippi State versus Alabama that you could see they're they're just not in it anymore. Like there's a big difference between these two teams that I'm watching. And that was Ole Miss in the second half against Auburn. And then Mississippi State could never find a groove against Bama. Yeah. One was at home, one was on the road. Right. Bama is predicted to win the SEC. They're 8-1, and one, and they're unbelievable at home, too. All right, this is Bruce Pearl talking about how impressed he is with what Chris Beard has built in a short period of time. Chris Beard's a great coach. He's got a great staff. You know, it's it's hard to develop culture in, in six six months. But I told him before the game, I said, what you've done in six months took me three years to do at Auburn. Um, and this, this crowd, this environment, the town last night, I went out to the grocery store for dinner. I know it's something else. It's not just the grocery store, whatever it is. <laughs> Man, what a I'm just, just a, it's nice. You know, it's, 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 it's big time. Fans were out, but they were all really respectful. Um, got a good thing here. And so... Um, it was a big weekend, sold-out crowd, and they were. This was as hard an environment that we'll play against. Except our guys, our guys responded, didn't quit, didn't panic. So it's a big, 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 big win for us. Yeah, no, it, it was a big win for Auburn, and they could have panicked. And as Chris Beard said earlier, um, Ole Miss was up nine, but could have been up twelve. And if you remember, Ole Miss drilled a three-pointer against Mississippi State going into halftime. 
Mm-hmm. And then that happened to them going into halftime on Saturday. Yeah. And it sounds it, it sounds like a small thing. Like, ah, that's not a big deal. But sometimes it is. And then the first five minutes of the... What, you know, Ole Miss dominated the first five minutes of the second half against Mississippi State. What happened Saturday? Auburn was the exact same way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Mississippi State was dominated from, from start to finish. Uh, as far as the net rankings, not good. Um, Mississippi State, 44. And Ole Miss, 61. Is that what I looked at earlier <sighs> this morning? Yeah. 61 for Ole Miss. So we got some work to do, but we got time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got a lot of games left. Pretty much all of February, a little bit of March, and then we'll go to Nashville to Bridgestone Arena for the SEC basketball tournament. And we just, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Got to go find some dubs. And Ole Miss's schedule flips on them. It'll be a difficult week. Can they find an upset? We'll see. They go to South Carolina, who's second in the SEC behind Alabama. Bama's only got one loss. South Carolina has two. Mississippi State's already played them. What they did in the portal is insane because they could shoot their way to the second week of the March Madness. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just weren't talking about them. They had, they had lost their way, and they, weren't, they were not good last year. Um, Bama's on a roll. Nate Oates is such a good coach. I mentioned Sears and Estrada, among others. Um, they get after you. They spread you out. They can shoot the three. Mississippi State could not buy a three-pointer on Saturday. Now... They got to reboot, regroup, and they got Georgia at home and then back on the road at Missouri. You got to get both those games. Mm-hmm. And nothing on the road is easy, especially for a lot of teams, including Mississippi State. So that's where we are. Okay. Now, that was hardcore sports. That was. I'm sure I like that. I mean, looking at the schedule, though, I, State has it better than the Rebs do going into, like, you know, the last stretch, a lot more winnable games. You think so? I think so. Okay. Like this this next stretch. Georgia at Missouri, Arkansas at home, Ole Miss at home. I think that's what you're referencing. Yes. Okay. All right, so that's four. Can you get four? Got to get three of four, but probably need four. Um, but there's still a long way to go here to go dancing. Both teams want to go to March Madness. I want them to go. It makes it more fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with Pearl River Resort and the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, you know, Sportsbook, Golf, Philip M's, all kinds of fun stuff. Bet 50, play 30. Bet 50 at the Sportsbook, play Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for $30. How about that? Bet 50, play 30. What a promo. Now, you want to talk hot dogs? Yeah, I do. All right, it's National Hot Dog Week. What's your favorite topping on a hot dog? Chili? Ooh. You took the words right out because I was thinking mustard, and then I say, "Hey, what about a chili dog?" Yeah, chili's probably my number one. Okay, chili. Give me that chili ties and into cheese. your whole soups and stews and casserole. So no doubt, so you like chili on a hot dog. Yeah, chili number one. Tell our listeners what you. This is borderline gross, but tell our listeners all the food that you had at the old Miss Mississippi State game last <laughs> Tuesday night. Borderline gross. Yeah, go ahead. I, I love it. So it was my order was two hot dogs. Okay. And then we've got a box of popcorn. Okay. I got peanut M&M's. Okay. I got a large Coke, a water, and then I also got some chicken tenders. Is this in one order? 
No, so the chicken tenders were from Cane's. That yeah, were, that's up in the Yeah, right concession. on the other side. And then the, the Rebel Snacks is where I got everything else. Popcorn was kind of disappointing. I was looking for a little more little more butter, a little more salt. Okay. Which is fine. I get and it. And you eat all this while you're trying to watch a game. Yes. Not trying. Incredible. I successfully watch a game. Okay. Yeah. And so I mean you ate all that food. What are you gonna do? Sit there, be hungry, watch the game. Not gonna have a dog. Not gonna have some popcorn. You 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 ate a hot dog, chicken tenders, popcorn. What did I miss? Peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's. Yeah, a large Coke. Wash it all down. You do. You eat like a senior in high school. A large Coke. Yeah. Come on, like a pulling guard. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you feel? I felt great. Really? Yeah. And I got to sleep on the Sounds way like home. Sounds like a lot of gas. Ah. Uh, well, I'm not the one to ask for that. That's You asked Miranda how the drive back was. Okay. Well, she wasn't happy in general because State didn't win. But the whole time I was like, well, that was fun. She's like, no, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> you were rubbing it in. No, no. I was just saying it was a fun game. Okay. All right. Twitter handle at Bow Bounds. Your SEC insider hit this morning. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent, Steve Robertson at 830. 